It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started today, a quick word of warning. There is cursing in today's episode. Nothing I can do about it. I'm just giving you the warning now. It's just one word. I promise you'll live. But you've been warned. I'm sorry. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is, believe it or not, November 1st, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Evan Fournier. I know I've talked about the offense a lot over the last few days. Um, it's a big issue for this Orlando Magic team right now. Probably the issue for this Orlando Magic team right now is um, defensive inconsistencies a big issue. There are a lot of issues with this team. It's a 2-5 and five team that doesn't seem like it's going to be taking steps in the right direction. But one thing that has happened in the last two games is Orlando has missed a lot of open shots and Evan Fournier has been guilty of a lot of them. And it's been a bit of a puzzle, a really strange thing that's happened early on this season because Fournier is usually extremely reliable. Um, and as stuff seems to pile on, on online... Um, I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about it and what's really going on with Fournier as we dig into some of these numbers. So we'll talk all about Evan Fournier coming up on today's show. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you that you can check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can, of course, find them by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Uh, If you're looking for the latest about the LA Clippers, the Orlando Magic's next opponent, Be sure to check out Locked On Clippers. They do a great job covering the Clippers. They're out on their East Coast trip right now. Um, I think they actually play Thursday night as well, so definitely check them out to get the lowdown on the Clippers before they head to the Amway Center to take on the Orlando Magic. The return of Marcin Gortat and Tobias Harris should be an exciting time, of course. Um, Definitely do that and definitely check out the other great podcasts as well. There's Locked On NBA. There's Locked On Fantasy Basketball. There's Locked On NFL Podcast. MLB College, you name it, the Locked On Podcast Network is your team every day to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for on iTunes. There's no getting around it right now, though. Evan Fournier is really struggling. One of the Orlando Magic's best players, their most consistent offensive player, probably still their best shooter, is not performing to the level that the Magic are accustomed to, and certainly the level that Evan Fournier is accustomed to. Uh, so far this year, he's averaging 15.1 points per game, which is down from last year. And, and this is a guy who, again, is up to scoring average every single year of his career. We all kind of expected that to flatten out at this point because he's really hit his ceiling offensively um, in some ways, or at least we perceive that he has. Um, but 15.1 points per game sounds okay, except it's coming on 37.4% shooting and just 27.7% from beyond the arc. Evan Fournier shot 3 of 13 and 1 of 6 from beyond the arc in Tuesday's loss to the Sacramento Kings. He missed all six of his three-pointers against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday. And, you know, shooters go through slumps. They go up and down. But 
Fournier is not missing contested shots. It doesn't always feel like he's forcing things. I'll I'll get to that narrative in just a moment. Fournier's missing a lot of open shots, a lot of uh, shots that you expect him to make. This whole Magic team is. It's something that I addressed on the show earlier this week. But with Evan Fournier, it's a little bit more meaningful because this Magic team doesn't have a lot of three-point shooters and Fournier is one of the better three-point shooters. I've talked on this show and on the site, on AlanaMagicDaily.com, already this year about the Magic's need for their leaders to step up. And Evan Fournier is one of those leaders. And right now, it just feels like he's not able to hit the shots he's always relied upon. And you can sense the frustration because in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, Fournier takes responsibility for this team and knows how important he is. And so the frustration levels for the Magic and for himself are very high. Here comes that curse word I warned you about. I just got to get my shit together, man. Uh, I'm playing terrible for this team. Uh, you know, I'm a big minutes guy, and, uh, you know, I can't, I can't play like that. You know, it's just period. I can't play like that. Uh, you know, we need everybody on this team, and I'm just not playing for my teammates. Right? Uh, playing well enough for this team. And, you know, I think it's a big reason why we keep losing these games, you know. Uh, I know if I play the way uh, I can, you know, we'd be winning right now. So. You always appreciate the, the blunt honesty from Evan Fournier. Uh, he knows how important and how vital he is to this team. He knows that he's not performing up to his standards and, and honestly to, to, the, to our expectations. I think he shares our expectations for him and what he can do for this team and what he knows he has to do for this team. And while I wouldn't go so far to say that all of the Magic struggles and the reason they're 2-5, and five, the reason that they're, they're struggling a little bit falls completely on him because I, I, I still think the defense is more and a more important piece in the offense. It's hard not to it's hard not to say, yeah, Fournier struggles so far this year. Again, 27.7% from beyond the arc. It's hard not to say that those struggles do not matter for this Magic team. The Magic need Evan Fournier to win games. They need him to be successful, to find success. And the fact that the only game where he shot better than 50% was his, I think, 26-point performance against the Philadelphia 76ers is a bad omen for the way the Magic have started their season. What's more difficult to find out, though, what's more difficult to figure out is exactly why Evan Fournier is struggling offensively. Because say what you want about Fournier, he still makes the offense better. Among the Magic's rotation players, the 100.7 offensive rating the Magic have while Fournier is on the court as meager and as terrible as that number is, especially in light of the way offenses are going so far this year, is still one of the better marks on the team. Fournier's ability to space the floor, yes, attack off the dribble on occasion, uh, and make good decisions, generally make good decisions, makes this team better. And so it is vital and imperative that Orlando get Evan Fournier going. But how and why his shots are not falling are a complete mystery. In many ways, his shot profile, his shot dashboard, mirrors the magics in that he's getting a lot of the looks you like to get. Not a lot has changed about his game. He's just missing shots. 
And that's part of the mystery that the magic and Evan Fournier specifically have to solve. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's break this down. Let's break down Evan Fournier's shot selection or or shot chart so far. Um, You know, I dug into the numbers uh, on NBA.com to figure out, okay, what are the quality of Fournier's looks? Um, you know, I didn't necessarily look at shot location. I didn't look at, at some other factors. But here are two things that I found. The first is this idea of the open shot. Um, according to NBA.com and the way that they measure things, an open shot, or what they would consider an open shot, is a shot that's taken when the defend- closest defender is four to six feet away from the shooter. That should be plenty of space for a good shooter like Evan Fournier to get a shot off. This year, on those types of shots, where Fournier has gotten a lot of his looks, to be perfectly honest, Fournier is shooting 9 for 32. 9 for 32 on quote-unquote open shots. He's just 1 of 22 from beyond the arc. Means he's 8 of 10 at least when he's inside the arc. So give him a pump fake and a drive, he'll make the shot. Take a spot up three, you know, an open shot with a defender relatively far away. There's not much you can do. What's really odd is on wide open shots where the closest defender is more than six feet away, Fournier is an efficient 11 of 20 from beyond the arc. Can't ask for much more than that. And so what really is troubling and concerning here is that Fournier's missing a lot of open looks. One for 22, give him half those makes to get to, or half those misses to get to six for 22. It's not a great percentage still. Or you'd give him a little bit more than that. I did my math wrong. 11 for 22, that's really good. Make it eight for 22, nine for 22. You can live with that. The line between especially this early in the season where there's still a lot of fluctuation and, and, and things haven't settled in, the line between a good percentage and a bad percentage is still very small. One that certainly Evan Fournier can uh, make up. More interestingly as well, Fournier has taken 56 shots in total, that are considered open or wide open, where the closest defender is more than four feet away from him. He's taken only 107 total shots so far this year. Do the math there. More than half of his shots are quote-unquote open. For reference, last year, Evan Fournay shot 43.4% on open shots where defender was four to six feet away from him. So, you know, not incredibly efficient, but solid. And had a 52.8% effective field goal percentage. 442 of his 802 field goal attempts were open 
or wide open, according to the NBA's database. More than, again, 50, about 55%, a little bit more than 55% of his shots were quote-unquote open. That's how, you get, that's how you create efficient shots. That's how you create an efficient shooter. That's how you get high effective field goal percentages. Now, it's fair to ask that it's fair to it's fair to say that yes, these numbers don't capture everything. They can't. They don't tell you the context in which these shots are made. Are they spot up opportunities? Are they coming off ball reversals? Um, is the defense flying at him? Is he pump faking the defense and taking a sidestep? Is you know what's his balance like? The numbers do not paint that picture. They simply tell you. Player defender X was five feet away. Evan Fournier took the shot. It's open. Just registers it just like that. And so, yeah, it is an incomplete picture. It doesn't tell us the quality of the shots. But I can tell you from the eye test, especially the last few nights, I have no complaint over Evan Fournier's shot selection, at least along the perimeter. It seems like Fournier is taking... The same kind of shot to expect and want him to take. And quite simply, he is just missing them right now. And that's the part that's frustrating, I think, for Fournier more than anything else. It's frustrating for this team as a whole. Is they're getting him the exact looks they want. And the shots just aren't falling. I said this at least twice on yesterday's podcast. This is a make-or-miss league. The coaches can create plays to get players in the spots they want. The players can execute it perfectly. And everyone's done their job. It's just a matter of making the shot. And that's the part that's been tough. Now, in fairness, there have been a few changes for Fournier that suggest that, yeah, he might not be as efficient this year or might lead to some of his inefficiency. And that's in the added playmaking responsibility that Fournier has had so far. According to NBA.com, second, uh, tracking stats from second spectrum, second spectrum, Fournier leads the team this year on drives. 8.9 drives per game. Now, a drive is defined as going from 10 feet away from the, uh, from more than 10 feet away from the basket, uh, or more, more than 20 feet away from the basket to at least 10 feet away from the basket. That is considered a drive. Last year was led by Alfred Payton. Usually the point guard leads, the, leads that category. Fournier's drives are up. He averaged 8.1 drives per game last year. He's up to 8.9 so far this year. And on those drives, he's shooting 37.9%. Last year he was at 48.8%. His raw assist total is up to four, but he's not getting a ton of those assists off these drives. 1.4 assists per game. And while his turnovers have been relatively down, it's hard to call Evan Fournier a creator in that sense. But that's how the Magic are using him. And so that added responsibility is perhaps trading some energy, perhaps taking him off his preferred spots, perhaps, you know, perhaps making his shooting percentages a little wonky doesn't explain why he's missing open threes. It doesn't explain all of it. But it might explain why some of his offense is struggling. More more interestingly, even off of dribbles, you're seeing different differences in his percentages. 
This year, Fournier is shooting 32.4%, a 32.4% effective field goal percentage on 2.4 field goal attempts per game, so small sample size, off of two dribbles. Just taking two dribbles. Last year, on 2.1 field goal attempts per game off of two dribbles, he shot a 55.5% effective field goal percentage. Again, this all paints an incomplete picture about Fournier. We can't say what direction those dribbles were were going. We can't say um, where those drives are headed or whether he's shooting off those drives or how he's shooting off those drives or how defenses are reacting to those drives. They all play together. But I think we can say this, that yes, the Magic are asking Fournier to be a bit more of a playmaker, to work a little bit more off the bounce. And that is changing the types of shots he's taking. The same efficient shots that he might have taken last year where two dribbles was pump fake, dribble, dribble, shoot. It's now catch the ball, pick and roll, dribble, dribble into the lane, floater, lower percentage shot, or dribble, dribble into the lane, dish back out, or who knows? Could be a number of things. But Fournier's efficiency is down across the board no matter no matter where you go. He's not shooting nearly as effective off the bounce this year than he was last year. Nor is he making the kind of open shots you expect him to make. The numbers clearly show that. How they fit into the context is a bit murky. Certainly, I think that the added playmaking responsibility has added another thought process to him that maybe is affecting his shot a little bit. Steve Clifford has lauded Fournier's defense, and I would say it's better. It's not completely reliable, but it's better than it was in years past. Maybe that's taken some offensive um, thought thoughts away. But then again, Fournier is always a guy that you could trust to make shots. Say what you want about his overall percentages. I think some of that has to do with usage, but Fournier is a reliable three-point shooter. The Magic want him to take three-pointers. The Magic need him to take three-pointers. And the fact that he is struggling on that end is absolutely hurting this team. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So if you're Evan Fournier, how do you find confidence right now? How do you get yourself back on track? The simple answer is to keep shooting. There's really no other way to do this. If the looks are good, and Fournier, a 37% career three-point shooter, a guy you rely on from beyond the arc, if the looks are good, you want him taking them. And honestly, I can say... I want Fournier to keep taking shot these shots. I mean, maybe in the third quarter against Sacramento, I thought the team as a whole forced three-pointers, but 
for the most part, Saturday in Milwaukee, Tuesday against Sacramento, Orlando got the kinds of shots that they want to get. They got relatively open three-pointers. They got good looks at the basket. The shots just didn't go down for whatever reason. And so the question now is, how do you get those shots to go down? How do you get this team to, to turn that corner? Not an easy thing to do. Not an easy thing to ask. Not an easy thing to answer. But the Magic have to find a way, of course. The Magic need Evan Fournier. Everyone admits this, from Aaron Gordon to Steve Clifford to Jonathan Simmons. They're encouraging and they're keeping with Aaron or keeping with Evan because they trust him to get the job done. Just like I told him, it's not going to be hard on himself. He's made shots entirely his whole career. Um, just keep shooting, and they'll go. They'll go in. Unfortunately, last few games for us, we're we're missing open shots. So uh, we, we we've been working. We work hard enough. So it's just it's a time they're going to fall. Mm-hmm. Of several players echoed that same sentiment that Jonathan Simmons gave after the Magic's loss to the Kings. Um, like I said, Aaron certainly did. Nikola Vucevic did. Steve Clifford did. They have faith that, that Fournier will right the ship. And they, they used that big game from Monday uh, that Klay Thompson had as an example that, yeah, good shooters go through tough stretches and find their way out. Before Klay Thompson set the NBA record with 14 threes in a single NBA game, he was shooting 14% from beyond the arc. That doesn't sound like Clay Thompson. And so the storm came. He progressed to his mean. And the same thing may happen for Evan Fournier. Not hitting 14 three-pointers in a single game, but he'll find his rhythm once again. And his numbers will begin to normalize. They all have faith of that. The problem is this all exists within the prism, the backdrop of the Magic's incredibly small margin for error. Klay Thompson can shoot 14% from beyond the arc and the Warriors will still win because they've got Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green. they got guys who can carry the offense when Thompson's struggling. Orlando does not have that luxury. Aaron Gordon is a good player, but consistency is still eluding him a little bit. Nikola Vucevic is solid, but not a guy that can carry a team by himself. Terrence Ross has been fantastic, but up and down. Orlando to win still needs four or five guys every night playing at a high level. They need their top guys, at least two of the three, playing strong every game with one more coming back, coming in. And so when Evan Fournier struggles like he struggled to start the season, the magic as a whole struggle because they don't have someone who can fill in and replace that effort. You take Tuesday's game, for example. Yeah, Fournier scores nine points on three for 13 shooting. They get Terrence Ross to pick up the slack. They're in the game. They have a chance to win. But that's not every night with this team. This team operates at a much higher level, of course, when Fournier's operating at a higher level. Makes sense. Your best players playing well makes you a better team. And the Magic are certainly missing something with Fournier struggling. And 
that only adds to the frustration and maybe even a bit of the pressing that the Magic are doing offensively to try and get things going. You could tell at the end of that Sacramento game, Orlando was forcing things to try and get things going. And they all knew it. They admitted. They essentially admitted it after the game. They've still got a lot of work to do to get this offense down and get this offense right. And fortunately, a lot of it has to do with just making shots. I, I think I've said this a lot of times this week. you got to make open shots. And that's at the heart of Evan Fournier's struggles. It's not about a new role. Yeah, that might decreases efficiency a little bit. It's not about a new coach. Fournier's had a new coach every single year of his career except one. It's just about making shots. And once Evan Fournier starts hitting shots, the Magic are going to go on a run because they're doing a lot of good things. They're doing a lot of things right. They're not getting the results maybe they deserve for doing some of the things right that they're doing. But they simply need their best players to step up and do what their best players need to do. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com where you can read more about Evan Fournier's struggles to start the season. Again, apologies for the curse word. Evan Fournier sometimes curses to the media. He's a cool guy. We love him. He's very laid back, very honest. We appreciate that about him. But I felt like it was important to air that word because it underscores uh, just the the depth of the frustration that that Evan Fournier is feeling. And I also don't know how to use the dump button here on GarageBand, so I I couldn't bleep it out if I wanted to. Um, But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode. Tomorrow, we'll preview the Magic's game against the LA Clippers as they take on the Clippers at the Amway Center on Friday. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.